When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. It's truly an accomplishment to have a farm or homestead stay in the same family for more than 100 or 150 years. And here at the Midwest Farm Report, we have the honor of recognizing those farms. I'm Charity Seebecker at the Midwest Farm Report. We're bringing these family farm stories to you at MidwestFarmReport.com, courtesy of Compere Financial. One of the farms getting recognized is the farm of Tom and Deborah Umnis and Tim and Ann Bartell. I talked with Deborah and Tim about their family's farm heritage and the memories that they made on the farm. Our farm was acquired in 1909 by our grandfather. He was actually working in a furniture factory in Sheboygan, had four kids at the time, and wanted to, um, times were getting a little tough in the furniture industry, and he wanted to have a place. He was from Germany. He grew up on a farm. He wanted to have a place where he could uh, make sure and raise a family. So he bought the farm in 1909, had seven more kids. So by the time the family was complete, there were 11 people on the farm. The farm was an abandoned farm uh, in the uh, St. Nazian's area in Mantua County. So they had to do a lot of work, had a lot of rocks, a lot of stumps um, to, to make it into a full-fledged farm. An interesting story is that in um, 19, tw- 1919, he actually, my grandpa blew out an eye clearing stumps on the farm. So as he got older, he was known as One-Eyed Bartell. Um, in the 1940s, our father bought the farm. He was number 10 of 11. He bought the farm from our grandpa, and then he farmed it successfully for many years. Um, he uh, got married shortly after he bought the farm. He, there were seven of us. So we were all grew up as farm kids, dairy farm until about the mid-70s, and then we changed it, my dad changed it into a cash crop farm where we grew certified seed for other farmers. Um, and then, uh, you know, that trend, that, we still do that today, except we now rent the land. But uh, it's, so it's been 100, actually 13 years since it's been, been purchased in the family. So what buildings were on it originally, the size, the acreage, kind of give me through some of that so we can kind of get a picture of where it was and then a little bit later we can talk about where it is today. So when uh, Grandpa bought the farm, I believe there was a farmhouse, a small old barn, and a granary. Maybe a chicken coop, maybe not. Um, As buildings uh, were getting dilapidated or worn out, the biggest accomplishment our grandfather had was he built a state-of-the-art, very large new barn. So our barn is is exactly 100 years old. Um, The barn is still there in good shape. the original granary is still there in, in fairly good shape. Um, we've added a few sheds. Anything else, Tim? Yeah, I'd say the house that was there was torn down and rebuilt in 1927. The granary, which was there when the farm was built, we were always told was built in the 1860s from the previous farm. So that building would be going on 150, 160 years old and is still really, really in great shape. It was originally an 80-acre farm that was purchased in 1909. In 1920, my grandpa bought an additional uh, 40 acres to the west. Uh, And then in the 1960s, we bought a related family farm across the street. So we were about 190 acres in total. What were those first years like? Maybe some of the stories that were passed down of 
the wars, Great Depression, any fires, any key things in time or history that happened that affected the farm or your family? As my brother alluded, the, the farm was was bought in the winter time and it was snow covered. So I think my grandpa, our grandpa, really didn't know what he was buying. And when he found out it was full of rock and and trees, it was disappointing. So he spent a lot of labor clearing out the land. I know. I think they were they wanted to plant potatoes or something at one time as as a crop, but it was more. Um, you know, he got an, some animals, and then it was is probably just the routine farm crops that were were planted. The big story, of, and Tim mentioned it a little bit, was when our grandpa was clearing the land and um, a stick of dynamite didn't go off as he intended. He walked up to the stick of dynamite and it blew up right as he was coming close to the dynamite. And he, he nearly died. Um, his eye was a lasting disability for him, so he basically ran the farm with one eye after that. Amazingly, he lived to be 96 years old, and that happened when he was about uh, 49. So what improvements have been made, some changes to the farm, whether that's in the way you guys have ran it as it's been passed down, any key things that have helped get it to where it is today? Certainly, um, when the farm morphed over the years, there were a lot of stumps, rocks, fences. Um, Over time, and even as my dad took over, we removed a lot of the barriers within the farm, so made the fields much more farmable for, at least for modern farming now. That was certainly a big improvement. Uh, Certainly rebuilding a lot of the the buildings that were originally there. I mean, the the 100-year-old barn today was built out of plans that came from the University of Wisconsin. So it is a, anybody who walks through it is amazed at at the uh, skill that was built in the barn. And that's probably the biggest thing. Most early barns had one silo. Ours has two silos. <laughs> Stuff like that where it, it, was cool. it was quite the barn. Just with, with um, technology as it advances with most people, I mean, in, in when my grandpa had it, it was horse and plow. And as, as things evolved, then, then the machinery came along. And I remember when my dad switched over, our dad switched over to going to cash crop after we sold off the cows, we, we planted oats. And at, in the beginning, as, as the oats business evolved, we would pay someone who had a combine to harvest our, our oats. Well, as we got more established, our big thing is my dad bought a big, to us little kids, at the, a big Massey Ferguson combine, and we got to combine our own land. It was a lot of work, but that's kind of how things evolved over the years with our oats business. What are some of your favorite memories growing up on the farm? Having seven kids in the farm was a great memory as at the time, but even a better memory now because we realize how lucky we were to have a lot of children. Um, Our mother died when we were young, and I think that really brought our family even more together. And as siblings, we are very, very close and lucky to have that. What is the farm today, and is there interest in our next generation taking it over in the future, or what does that future look like for it? 
Uh, today, we pretty much rent the farm land out to a neighboring farmer uh, just because of with the size of machinery um, that's needed. We wouldn't be able to farm it like we used to. But we also do have about 60 acres of forest land that we really enjoy just for recreation. We both of us have kids that are very interested. And all, all of the kids have expressed interest to us at Please don't ever get rid of the farm. You know, we like it. It's, it's part of their heritage, and I'm sure that they will be proud owners someday. Deborah Umnes and Tim Bartell share the story of their family farm in Manitowoc County. You can listen to more of these farm stories at MidwestFarmReport.com. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compere Financial. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.